The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Listen, the Patriots, the, the, the rookie wall, there's no such thing as a rookie wall with this kid. He's got a rag arm. He couldn't throw in that windstorm. The other guy threw the ball all over the park. And then yesterday proved it. Receivers, no receivers. Skill players, no skill receivers. The kid playing quarterback ain't our future. The future of the NFL is over in Buffalo. Welcome back, everyone, to Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega, and today we have <laughs> a ton of loaded things to talk about, but um, obviously with that intro, there's a lot going into this matchup, but look, I'm going to start off by saying it's time to rise up. No more fear, no more four falls of Buffalo, no more fluky business. Right now, it's all or nothing. That's what I'm naming this episode. It's all London. All right, so I want to start off with something. You know, whenever I remember looking back at military training, um, and this goes to, for anyone. I've, I've met Marines. I've met people in the Navy. I've met people in the Army. And there's a point in your training where things really start to ramp up, and um, you may suffer an injury, and you have to give all or nothing just to get through it. And I feel like what that does to a team or what that does to a person is it reveals if they belong. Everything is laid out on the table. And I'm so sick and tired of this narrative of people literally having the Patriots as the favorites in this game. It's insane. The Bills have proved themselves over and over and over that they belong. They've won two playoff games already. So let me ask you this. Here's, here's something to ponder about. Does Jordan Poyer belong in the Pro Bowl? Should Josh Allen have been put in the Pro Bowl over Lamar Jackson, whose team, by the way, is eliminated from the playoffs? It's about outlasting your opponents in this league. And at zero degrees in Buffalo, we're about to find out why Buffalo belongs. Not only in the playoffs, but in the Super Bowl contention talk. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I have, for I think now it's the fourth time, 
on this podcast. My brother, straight out of Buffalo, he lives there right now, Mario Vega, who runs his own podcast that he's going to talk about in a minute. And um, he's also going to give, uh, I think I think it's three players that he was talking about on his players that he would believe are going to have a really big impact in this matchup against the Patriots. So first off, how are you, bro? And then take the floor. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be back here on the Buff Hub. Um, I'm doing well, man. I'm getting ready uh, for this uh, cold-weathered uh, Buffalo Bills game. Yeah, so uh, what, what's going on right now? What is it, snowing right now? Uh, no, it's, you know, it's funny you say that. It's actually uh, mild, mildly warm for January. Get um, out of here. What is it? 30, it's 34 degrees out there. What are you talking about? That's, that's warm. That's too warm for January for us, man. We're used to these like teens and negative five degree weather. No way. I mean, I was, I, I was, I saw... in, I was in a sweatshirt and shorts today. Your sweatshirt and shorts today. You're wild. I know. I know. Matt Perino was saying uh, when he was at the stadium, he was like, "It's 36 degrees right now, and it literally feels like tropical weather compared to what we believe it's going to feel like this Saturday." And um, look, look, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this real quick before you get into the topic that you talked about in your podcast. Right? Here's the thing. I I live in Nevada, and sometimes you know I'll go to work, and it's it's the other day it was 22 degrees. I'm working up there by the mountainside, the whole nine, and there's no wind. And it's like you 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 can handle it. Like it's it's one of those things where as long as you have the right gear on, you can handle it. And um, you know, Josh Allen was talking about how the cold, you know, messes with his circulation and his feet. And you know, it just put some feet warmers on, Josh. You'll be fine. I just feel like the wind has a great impact. Um, that first matchup against the Pats this year was just an anomaly. Like, how do you even evaluate anyone in that game? Um, you know, something was going to give. <laughs> the The only the only thing I can, the only game I can compare to what this is going to feel like is when uh, the New York Giants went over to Green Bay. You got Tom Coughlin freezing his face off. But, um, you know, really quick, Mario, who do you have? You were talking about in your podcast. Who do you have Um as you know, who's going to shine out in this next Pats matchup? Yeah. Um, so shout out to speak up bills. That's my podcast. I forgot to throw it in and speak up bills. Shout out to my buddy, uh, my co-host, Dave Kalinda, AKA mugs. We made it. No, I'm joking. Uh, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we were breaking down like the top three, uh, players to watch, um, against the Pats here in the, um, wild card round. And, uh, one of my takes was, uh, Tremaine Edmund Edmonds. Um, he, he's been playing pretty sound the last few weeks, tackling wise, uh, stuffing up those holes for the runs. He's been doing really well. And I think that, uh, he's definitely going to showcase, uh, you know, how hungry and young and, and, and resilient this guy is, um, in, in the playoffs. Um, not again, not only in the Patriots game, but I mean, hopefully even further down the line and, 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 and into the Super Bowl. But Tremaine Edwards was one of those guys where I see him, um, He's he's definitely been shining the last few weeks, and I uh, it's funny because I made fun of him early in the season because he has soft hands. You know, he tackles <laughs> soft, like he just wants to like lightly bear hug these guys to the ground. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but no, I, I, I feel like he heard that. <laughs> he's like he's playing so much better now. It's like he's 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 playing like he like we expected him to 
three years in, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like he's, he's definitely going to be a player to watch on, on our defensive side of the ball against the, uh, the Pats run game. Um, and then I got, a uh, I got Gabe Davis, man. I think, I honestly think Gabe Davis might go off this game. I know Sanders is cleared and he's healthy to go. Um, but we really got to utilize Gabe Davis in the open field. And I feel like he's been getting a lot of yards after catches lately. Um, and his catching radius seems it's, it's just phenomenal now. Well, let, let me pause you right there. Well, everyone, everyone saw the play, um, you know, in the most recent game where literally Josh Allen just overthrew Gabe Davis by, I think it was two, three yards. He has to make that deep throw. Gabe Davis runs the perfect route, perfect route against the Jets' safety. I mean, cooks him. Um, he goes up. He goes right. He goes. He goes up again, and he literally is just wide open for a touchdown. I this this is where you know you bring up Gabe Davis, and I think it's a great point. Here's the thing. I I don't think Josh Allen is doing this offense justice by missing those throws. Like, like, I don't know. We can keep blaming it on the wind. We can keep blaming it on the cold. But, dude, th- those are the plays in the playoffs that literally win you those big games. You look at the game ga- games against Kansas City. You look at the game, you know, last year where he was able to, you know, hit Stephon Diggs deep against, you know, um, you know Indianapolis. Like, we need those plays to land. Not only does Stephon Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders – they need to land for a guy like Gabe Davis. But yeah, keep going about Gabe Davis. Just got me excited. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you pretty much covered all the, all the things I want to talk about him. But no, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this is a game here um, where I can – I definitely see Gabe Davis going off. And and like you said, Josh Allen's got to make those connections, and I think he will. I think uh, we got to – you know, we talked a little bit about the fact of uh, getting Josh Allen to um, take the reins when uh, the offense isn't clicking and just kind of having him take the reins and – and then putting the ball where it needs to be. And I think Gabe Davis is going to be that uh, stud um, in the playoffs for us. But uh, my last, the last guy I want to mention, and, and, you know, I'd hate myself if I, if I didn't, is, is Singletary. I mean, yeah. come on. The guy's, he's going off the last four weeks. He's went off and, and I think we're finally figuring it out uh, as far as the run game goes. And um, I think this could also be a great game for Singletary to go off and showcase his skills and, and what he's done. Um, over the last few weeks, and he's like he's like my number one guy right now because I think if we can get that run game going early, I, it's definitely going to open the field for us. And uh, Singletary is definitely like the guy to watch. I agree. You know, feed him more than ten carries, and just protect the football. It opens up the entire offense, and obviously Josh Allen is just going to be Josh Allen. We all know that the Pats are basically going to try to match up for every little thing that Josh Allen can do. But here's what we learned. What we learned is that even when all the chips are on the table, it's fourth and one, their best players cannot stop him. This is why I want to stop the nonsense talk. Like, look, the Bills deserved to win the AFC East. At the end of the day, they deserve to. And at the end of the day, they deserve to be in the playoffs. There are other teams that beat them this year. I understand that. Where are those teams now? Right? You you look at the where how the terrain is now, trying to read it, and it's like, who is in deserves to be in. I was so happy seeing what happened with the Las Vegas Raiders. I live over here in Vegas. Let me tell you, this city is electric right now. 
And here's the thing. Buffalo is one of those teams where, man, do they rely so much on momentum. You know, and going into the playoffs, they're going in with, I think, more momentum than Vegas, more momentum than the Niners, more momentum than any team, any storyline um, that you can think of. Like, Buffalo literally was almost counted out as not making the playoffs um, at, at some point during the season. And now we're sitting here on a, on a, on a ginormous win streak, going to Buffalo, zero degrees, against Bill Belichick, and I wanted to get into this point real quick. This is not, for me, a big game for Josh Allen, the players, the organization. Look, I think for me, under underneath all of what's going to happen this, all of what's going to happen during this playoff run, which I, I am predicting is going to go very deep, I think the Bills are going to make the Super Bowl. I'm starting off with that. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm, that's just how I see it. This is huge for Sean McDermott. Right now, The Bills are going into this game with everyone thinking that Sean McDermott is going to get out-coached. Bill Belichick is going to find something in the crevices of any second of what what tape is out there, and he's going to figure something out on how to beat Buffalo. That's what Sean McDermott did to Bill Belichick in New England when everyone was on COVID. Uh, COVID reserve. So I don't want to hear it now. Sean McDermott outcoached Bill Belichick. And he ended up figuring out with Brian Dable to use Isaiah McKenzie more. Utilize him in different ways and bet that he is going to be able to stretch the field and get open. And it worked. That's literally what won the game. That was literally the spark in beating New England at New England. Not at Buffalo. So, and and look, like like all the storylines of, you know, this aura around the Bills, like, no, that stuff is gone. The four falls of Buffalo is done. It's been done for over 20 years. No one from the 90s is on this roster. No one on the coaching staff in that organization is involved anymore. You can basically call this team a brand new team from top to bottom. And they have two playoff wins, quality playoff wins on their resume. Josh Allen has that. They are not the Marvin Lewis Bengals. And I want to get into this real quick. Did you know? This is how I feel about the Patriots. I want to get into this point. How do we feel about them? Did you know? That the Patriots have not scored a passing touchdown since 2019 against the Buffalo Bills. The future of this division isn't in New England. It's in Buffalo. You heard that from the Glorious fan earlier in this podcast in the intro. The Patriots were dominated by the Miami Dolphins. That is the momentum they are going into Buffalo with. We not only lost the New England Patriots, we not only lost to the Bills at New England, but we also lost to an opponent in the division who was eliminated from playoff contention. That's the momentum they are going into Buffalo with. The Bills are on the opposite side of the spectrum. 
And I believe this is the run to prove it. This is the run for Buffalo once and for all to become a polarizing organization like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Underneath Ben Roethlisberger, since Ben Roethlisberger has been a Steeler, think about this. This is a crazy stat. They have never been below 500. That's how amazing the Steelers organization is because of big Ben Roethlisberger. This team runs through Josh Allen. And yes, he obviously had the season where he got injured and (laughs) whatever have you. But since Josh Allen learned from season one, he has only gotten better and better and better. The team around him has to play more consistent. Am I saying Josh Allen has been perfect? No, but I do feel that there have been a lot of inconsistencies on the offensive line, um, you know, out of the wide receivers, and we're finally starting to see consistency out of the run game. So I don't know what clicked at halftime against Tampa. And I know I've been talking a lot here, Mario, but man, would you say, um, was there anything in particular you feel out of that Tampa Bay halftime speech. I don't know what it was. I don't know what they said. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Steve Ta- Steve Tasker got in there with a cigar or you know, Jim Kelly got in there and just said, "You guys, you know, you, you guys you guys need to start playing with some heart." Like I don't know if Kyle yeah. Williams showed up in there, but what do you think changed, Mario? At halftime at Tampa, cuz literally since that halftime moment the Buffalo Bills have been a completely different team. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I mean I you go back because before Tampa it was it was the Patriots' loss and um, they were reeling from that and uh, going into Tampa they really wanted to change things around and the first half wasn't their thing and um, I think you know I think they just they they finally just got fed up like they they really had to realize like we're better than this we're a better team than this. We have the keys, the stars to to make it far, and and we got to start clicking on all cylinders. And honestly, I don't I don't know I don't know what exactly happened in half in that in, in the locker room during halftime of the Tampa game. I mean, Kyle Brandt was in there hyping them up, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was Kyle Brandt. Yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, I think they all just realized, like, listen, I mean, it comes down to executing, and and they. I, I, Ever since that second half of the Tampa game, yeah, they, they've been clicking on all cylinders. They've been playing very like, sound football and haven't looked back since then. So I'm not sure what happened during that halftime in the locker room, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah. no, I don't it, see them reverting back to the ways they were playing prior to that. It, I think it's just hard. They, their identi- they finally found their identity, and I, this is it, you know? Well, it's also, it's just hard to dig yourself out of a hole that you feel your quarterback and your coach should do, right? And it's almost like they had a moment where, yeah, um, their identity was revealed. They have to literally let Josh Allen do whatever the hell he wants. Stop trying to limit him. Let him be Aaron Rodgers. Let him call plays at the line of scrimmage. Also, if we want to frustrate... This Patriots team, they need to go more. They need to do more. No huddle. The Jay Gun offense, man. I'm not saying go straight up every single drive and just hurry up. But I yeah. mean, look, 
if that's what it takes to win this game, then just do it more. Don't let them set up. Like it's almost like you ever watch a basketball game. Um, I remember I'm, I'm, I remember um, watching the Orlando, the Orlando Magic play, uh, the Boston Celtics. I used to get so angry at how the Orlando Magic would take their sweet time getting down court and letting the Boston Celtics set up their defense. You got KG behind the entire offense of the Orlando Magic. You know, on the offensive, uh, you know, they're on the defense side of the, and they then he's able to just run to the center and get in position. And there you go. They can't, they can't bump, you know, they can't bum rush the middle. That's how they literally need to treat this game. They can't let the Patriots get comfortable. Now, let me ask you this. What do you think? It, what, what do you think a comfortable Patriots team looks like when they're playing a football game? Eh, you know, um, a comfortable Patriots team. Um, they, I mean, honestly, uh, it, over the season, it's like when they have the lead because um, they, they, they understand my, uh, Mac Jones shortcomings. They know that Mac Jones is not going to make the throws that Brady did in the past. And, and um, I mean, if they're able to run the ball comfortably, um, like they did against us in the game one, um, and defensively, uh, they, they, you know, they're one of the top defenses in the league. They're not as good as the Buffalo Bills are, but they're, they're one of the top defenses in the league. And, and Josh Allen was able to expose them. Um, but as a comfortable Bill Belichick Patriots team, uh, is, is running the football effectively. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, uh, playing sound defense as far as like, especially in pass coverage, um, where they were able to, uh, shine. And, uh, real quick, I just want to mention that, um, in this game, um, in excuse me, in the in the second game that we played against them, and, and Allen was able to expose them in the air, um, I, ex- I I expect Belichick to be running a lot more dime coverages with six backs opposed to the five and dropping back because they, I mean, but and then you had mentioned uh, running the K gun or a J gun uh, in this case, and I think that's what we have to do against this team, against this, the Patriots defense, because I, I expect Belichick to run more d- dime coverages. That's so that's so interesting you bring that up because you do notice there were plays where the Bills exposed them, particularly I believe it was against um, J.C. Jackson um, whenever he was one-on-one with Stephon Diggs. They bring the safety at the Mike linebacker spot mm-hmm. in dime coverage. And it's so interesting because the dynamic of that, yes, it's a faster spy to stop Josh Allen, but if that safety isn't careful, that ball's going right over his short body and into Stephon Diggs' hands. That's where you lose um, down the middle is that, you know, all Josh Allen has to do with, you know, his height and his arm is throw it just high enough to where he can't reach it, and then there you go, touchdown. And that's something where, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Bills try to establish themselves on the offensive on the offensive side of the football. Will they try to ground and pound it? I say you just do whatever you want. Stop trying to look all structured and, you know, hunky-dory mm-hmm. and catch them off guard. Trick plays, get Isaiah McKenzie involved. Like all things go in this game. Everyone is healthy. Therefore, you can do whatever you want. 
the creativity. You know, I, I just don't want to see a vanilla offense. I'm going to tell you, I will literally stop watching the game at halftime if this offense just tries to play vanilla. One on one, you beat me, I beat you type deal. Like, no, you have all the talent in the world. Utilize them. Exactly. Send McKenzie on a sweep. You know, let let Emmanuel Sanders throw 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 wide receiver touchdown. Who cares mm-hmm. if if mm-hmm. the play call fits the situation? Do it. Yeah. Just I like like that's what I mean about letting Belichick set his defense. You know, feel comfortable. Like, no man, we are the big brother now, and that's how it needs to feel the entire game. We cannot let Mac Jones get comfortable. And, you know, this is also a game I want to mention a player. Um, I need you to give me a player after I give a player. Which player, um, this is the last point we're going to talk about, which player are you believing needs to become the X factor in this game? I'm going to start. I believe for me, the X factor in this game needs to be Jerry Hughes. A very quiet guy throughout this season who has had ups and downs, according to a lot of people, but... I will say when he gets pressure and when he's able to, you know, disrupt the pocket, the entire defense just starts to make plays. You know, you open up opportunities for a guy like Ed Oliver. Could you imagine the postseason run the Bills would have with a guy like Ed Oliver wreaking havoc? You saw him come off the edge. But look, what happens if Jerry Hughes, who I believe needs to be the X factor, the veteran, you know, the captain, on this team to really anchor this Bills defense on the defensive line, bring the grit. You know, that's what I want to see, um, you know, from this defense. I feel like everyone on this defense has been playing great. I'm expecting big things out of also Matt Milano, but there's one X factor for me in this postseason run is going to be how Jerry Hughes affects the pocket of the quarterback. Who's yours? I'm going to stick with the D line. Um, and I'm going interior, and you mentioned him, Ed Oliver. Um, he's been playing phenomenal football over the season. I think that he's going to be very disruptive in the playoffs, um, and specifically against the Patriots. I mean, if he can get in that middle, get inside, and force Mac Jones out the pocket, I mean, you got guys like Jerry Hughes, you mentioned, Greg Rousseau, um, Mario Addison. Those guys in the outs are going to contain him within. Mac Jones is going to be afraid. He's not going to be able to throw, go anywhere. And the guy, he, he's not a runner. We know that. Um, but Ed Oliver is my guy for me defensively. Um, I think Ed Oliver needs to, he, he needs to be the stud, the star of that D line, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And, you know, we're expecting big things from this team. Um, this is a matchup where it's like, how much more in depth can you really go? You know, um, the, the two teams that know each other so well, two coaches that are now slowly becoming, Really heated rivals, man. Um, You know, Belichick does not want to leave New England on a sour note. And I believe he is going to. And I believe the reason is because the Buffalo Bills are going to continue to expose him more and more and more. And Sean McDermott, this is your chance to assert yourself as, you know, Numero uno in, in this coaching talk. I'm so sick of, you know, uh, he's, he, just, he just doesn't get it done enough. Like, no, man, like, this is it. Lead this team. You know, it, it starts with the coaching staff, and, then it, and then, it, then it starts with the quarterback and the rest of the players. Like, 
man, we need Sean McDermott to really show up and shine with an awesome, strong game plan. No more excuses, all right, about, oh, you know, these interviews can't can't happen during, you know, the playoffs. Like, no, I, I don't care about that anymore. It's going to keep happening. There's no NFL rule in place, and it's going to come. Like, Leslie Frazier apparently is 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 getting job offers from not only the Chicago Bears, but the Miami Dolphins. Okay, okay, so um, it's a sign that, you know, there's good pedigree coming out of Buffalo um, with, with the way it's being ran, and, you know, organizations trust the coaching staff that's coming out of there. But look, this game for me is huge as far as historically for the Bills. And obviously the, the, the storylines are going to keep getting bigger and stronger and more, you know, in depth, whatever. But, man, you know, as much as I would have liked another opponent, you know what, this is perfect. We've already beaten the Patriots. So beat them again. And I'm going to give you my score prediction. We'll close with this, Mario. I'll I'll let you have yours, and then you can um, tell everyone where they can find your podcast at. My scoring prediction for this game, I truly, it's, it's it's two numbers that have literally been running in my brain over and over and over this week. I got the Bills winning 30 to 13. Who do you got? 28 13. I said it on my podcast last night. 28 13. I, uh, I, 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 and the reason being is I think the Bills will uh, start out hot, fast, uh, and then uh, you know maybe falter a little bit in the second half because Belichick's really good at making those uh, adjustments, but in closing out the game pretty strong. So I got 28-13 Buffalo. Okay. Okay, cool. And where can everyone find your podcast? Yeah, podcast? you guys can find us uh, Speak Up Bills. We uh, we go live on Twitch at, uh, at Speak Up underscore Bills. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at, at Speak Up Bills Facebook. Uh, we're all over the place. Facebook, Twitter, all the uh, social medias. Yeah, well, the hub is definitely Twitter. That's where Bills Mafia gets nice and nice and rowdy. So, um, listen, everyone, um, it, this is an amazing weekend. You know, in, enjoy it, relish it, breathe it in. Your Buffalo Bills are AFC East Division champions, and they're going to host the first playoff game on this run in Buffalo. I have full confidence in this team. I know you guys do too. Keep your head up, be strong, and go Bills. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.